be better. It's episode 13 of For Our Edification. Thanks for joining For Our Edification. I'm Eddie Francis. For Our Edification is brought to you with the support of the Purposeful Philanthropy Foundation. The podcast is available on some of the biggest platforms, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, Spreaker, and more. And you can go to the new For Our Edification page at eddiefrancis.com. A couple of years ago, Halim and I thought it would be fun to have a couple of friends of ours on the podcast, Eric and Malika Beal. So this is from the old Eddie Francis podcast show. And these two are known famously, and I mean literally famously, for losing a combined 300 pounds. They've kept the weight off and they turn that into a health and wellness business called Better Choices. You can check them out at betterchoices.co, betterchoices.co. Also, check out their social media platforms. Really good stuff, some very good Instagram stuff. Well, here's that interview from 2018. The views and opinions expressed on For Our Edification do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the hosts, guests, or any entities with which we are affiliated. To get you on the podcast, and is also one thing is to talk about better choices and what you guys are doing. And we talked about this, we thought it'd be really cool to do like this couple on couple interview. Um, because we think that you guys have a very inspiring story, yes. Um, and we think you're an inspiring couple. I mean, especially <laughs> when y'all lost the weight and Eric stood behind Malika. That one picture did the gangster love uh, pose. <laughs> All right, so first things first, what is going on with Better Choices right now? I mean, what are you guys up to? Tell me about your clients. Tell me about all the wonderfulness that's been going on. Because, you know, they want Dr. Oz and stuff, too, right? Oh, you know that, wow. Right? Yeah, they're really important. Oh, he knew. <laughs> we got celebrities. Celebrities. <laughs> as far as our clients, our clients are doing a wonderful job. A tremendous job. They work real hard. I mean, they come up with some bumps in the road, like most people do. If, if we didn't come across bumps in the road, it wouldn't be a learning process. So, I mean, our clients are doing real, real well. So, we're, we're excited. You know, for us, it's really about, um, you know, just, just educating the community because, you know, on the outside – or being that, let me let me say this, being that we've we've traveled the the road, we've had the experience of not only, you know, living as two overweight individuals, but going through the process of <laughs> of losing it and then, you know, this year makes nine years of actually keeping it off. Wow. We know that there's just a lot of information out there and it's really hard. People find it very difficult to disseminate all of that information and to apply it to their lives. So for mm-hmm. us it's about <clears throat> really educating people on the process and letting them know that it's not as as difficult as it appears. Yes, it's a daunting process. It takes time. Uh, but it's something that we're we're all capable of of doing and achieving. And so for us, it's driving the message home that, you know, we have to get out of the mindset of just focusing on weight loss and recondition our thoughts that, you know, this is about health. This is about your overall you know, your overall wellness and committing to the, the lifestyle. It's long term. You know, you asked about you asked about our clients. And one of the things that uh, all of our clients say is that they can tell through our coaching that we're passionate about oh, what we right. do. We actually care. Right. And yeah. the reason we're as passionate about what we do and the way we do it is because we know it's doable. Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. I'm talking about yeah. the, the getting healthy part. You know, a lot of people, they, they embark in this kind of uh, lifestyle or embark in this kind of change. Because for everybody, it's not a permanent lifestyle. It's, it's from now to the wedding. 
Mm-hmm. It's from now to mm-hmm. Hawaii. Whatever the event, right. It's from now to the class reunion, and then I'm back to the old school, you know, eating out three times a week and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But, again, we're we're passionate about what we do, about what we do because we know it's doable, and we both did it. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the great mm-hmm. thing about doing it, even as an individual, is, is cool, but to do it as a couple. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, that brought us so much closer. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, iron sharpens iron, and the days that I felt, I don't want to do this. She pushed me. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, no. I mean, physically pushed. <laughs> you lied. <laughs> Get your butt off the sofa and really, she pushed me. And in days that you know she didn't want to do it, you know, I stood by the door and asked nicely, "Can you come outside and play?" But nah, real talk. <laughs> real talk. You know, iron sharpens iron, and and I'm being serious now. You know, for real, we push each other, and I'm willing to show you guys do the same thing, even in your relationship, when it comes down to things that both of you guys are passionate about, like this podcast. So, so the yeah. the uniqueness we feel that we bring to you know what we're doing and and coaching our individuals and in some cases coaching couples is that we you know not only have we well, I think I said that we've been through the process but you know you get the perspective it's it's almost like you get the same thought or uh, the same would you say belief but you're getting it from two different perspectives. So we become right, that. So right, we right. become the support that we were for each other. We actually become that support for the individual coming in. You know, you have not only the couple, but you have a female that's gone through the process. You have a male that's gone through the process. So we can make connections, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that you know really keeps the client within the circle. It's really hard for us to part ways because there comes that time when the client is really ready. We, we call it when it's time to take off the, uh, the training wheels. Well, what what the, happens the, is that it, we actually develop a relationship. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's hard for us. And I know it's hard for the clients. It's almost like, like I said, a relationship It's like breaking up when clients get to the <laughs> end of the line where, you know, the coaching <laughs> sessions are just us talking, mm-hmm. you know, it's not even mm-hmm. about, you know, coaching anymore. It's just about talking, just catching up on the week. And that's when we try and, you know, step back and say, well, hey, look, you know, at this point, you know, you got everything you're going to get. Let's go on. Fly away, so to speak. Let the, yeah. It's like, Man, I'll, it's, I'll it's like that, that last session. It's like, Ugh, I'm sick. I can't get on. Yeah, we, we've had clients, <laughs> to, you know, forego that last session. Yeah, last session. And, emotional. and it's, it's really it's <clears> like a, um, living a miracle or witnessing a miracle because people are not only losing weight, but they truly are changing their lives and they're changing so many different aspects of their lives where, it, you know, the doorway in is health, but you see how it uh, manifests itself, you know, with their family and their children and even within their relationships. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's cool. One of the things that we talk about all the time is the, the one of the reasons she and I, wound up becoming so close so fast is because we developed this level of respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and because every time Halima said something, I really wanted to hear what she had to say, mm-hmm. you know, and when she asked me, what was it that attracted me to her? I was like, you're smart. You were really, really, really oh, smart. Oh, and I always want see this. Oh my. <laughs> But, I, but but that was the thing. But is it was the fact that it was the fact that I really respected. I, I don't know if she respects me, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, I mean? But do you find do you find that maybe it works the same way in other relationships that you've seen last a long time between you and me? What do you think about the the whole respect factor of it? 
Oh, you got to have it. But you know what? And and I guess, well, it ties in because one of the first things, well, not one of the first things, the first thing I did when me and Lika went out moon, many, many moons ago was for the first time I decided, I don't even know if I want to say this on radio. Yeah, of course you do. You want to keep it. You know, for the first time, coming from, from player, 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 player. Don't player. put his player card <laughs> out there. Time, yeah, I need help here, you know. <laughs> When she called me and you know we went on our first date and everything, for the first time I made up my mind. You know what? Day one, walking through the front door, I'm gonna be totally 110 percent honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, brutally honest. I mean, to mm-hmm. the point where I told her the first day we sit in the car outside the doctor shop. I said, "Hey, look, I do things that most people parents wouldn't approve of. I ain't got no job. I'm living in my mom's rental property. You know, I'm barking her car And I'm paying. Hey, yeah, just it, keeping it real. This is who I am." You know, yeah. but most people, mm-hmm. when they enter a relationship, it's lies on top of lies on yeah. top of lies on top of lies. And when the lies begin to crumble, the relationship falls apart. That's because you realize you mm-hmm. don't have who you had in the beginning. Right. But when you have that person that's, that can be true, then you can feel the truth. You can mm-hmm. feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, and <clears throat> our first weekend together, we took a trip to Atlanta. And I kid mm-hmm. you not, we talked eight hours going. And eight, and hours, eight hours coming back. Nonstop. Nonstop. Matter of fact, yeah. you know, my brother and uh, Eric were, yeah, well, they are Eric. best friends. Yeah, him. <laughs> him. I never call him by his first name. That's a whole other conversation. I'm that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, he actually rode with us up to Atlanta. To Atlanta. And when we, when we were coming back, he was like, I'm not riding with y'all. Mm-mm. Y'all can rap because it's just too much, of, you know, all of the chattiness and getting to know each other. But I, I, I think the respect comes from, like Eric said, just being 100 percent honest, just being truthful with, um, you know, your 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 partner. And we actually had a similar experience with one of her friends yeah. witnessing one of our conversations. <laughs> yes, we one of my best friends that I've known for over 20 years. Uh, she she loves New Orleans. And she came to celebrate her birthday in New Orleans one year. And we were we were still dating at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we were dating and we, we were always back and forth in New Orleans. So we were like, okay, we'll hang out. We'll all get together. We'll pick her up and, you know, drive around, show her the city. And so she's sitting in the back seat of the car and we're in the front seat. And we always talked. I mean, we whenever we when we were together and we were dating, it was just talking nonstop. So we kind of forgot, or at least I kind of forgot, that she was in the back seat. And, <laughs> and so we're just going at it, just talking. I forgot what it was. I don't even know what we were talking about. But she said, afterwards, she was like, yeah, I didn't really get to add anything to the conversation. You know, y'all were finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> I knew then. Yeah. I knew y'all were gonna be together forever. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, the, so the agreements that y'all have as a couple in a relationship, how does that support and feed your your work and better choices? Mm. Oh yeah, back to better choices. Yeah, back to oh, better yeah, back to better, better choices. <laughs> we all over the place. Yeah. It's it's uh. Even, well, I think it's it's all inclusive. Huh? Even with better choices, again, we operate like a team. Mm-hmm. So any team, whether it's a football team, basketball team, the players on that team have specific responsibilities. Y'all like a healthy living buffet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, each player on the team has a certain responsibility. And, you know, the, the, the name of the game is to just handle your job. You know, when it comes down to the better choices side of things, as far as design, graphics, that sort of thing, media and all of that, hey, that's her department. I let her handle that. When it comes down to social media, this, that, and the other, that's me. 
you know, when it comes down to the podcast, that's what I do. And anything visual, anything like that, that's what she does. So we, as far as the way it works with better choices, you know, it, it's always a support thing, but I always stay in my lane. You know, I never say anything about design. Never. Even when I ask ever, for even when she asks, I'm like, nope. <laughs> you can be happy or you can be right. He's terrible. <laughs> I'm a happy man, Eddie. I'm a happy man. <laughs> but, it, but it sounds like in order to kind of release that responsibility, you have to trust her. You have oh, to trust her. Absolutely. Well, but, that, but that your you part know what? Is doing. That's that is the the foundation of better choices, and that's the thing that we say about it that it extends way beyond health and fitness. You know, the first the the first step is to tell the truth. You have to be honest, and and by you telling the truth, you breed an environment where you you know you're breeding an environment of trust. You know, where you don't have to second guess. I know, you know, I can bank. I can count on. I know he's going to be right there. I know if he says he's going to get something done, it's going to be it's going to be done. But and, you know what? Real quick. And, and I know we talking about better choices, but I got to go back to uh, uh, what's what's the, the event when you open up the gifts after the wedding? Oh, the uh, the opening of the gifts after the wedding. There you go. So <laughs> real, quick, real quick. And that's, it's that's, been a that's long time for us. I don't, I don't know what you call it. So, you know, here's the deal. And, and I, I, till today, we still thank my dad. We call him buddy. Yeah. That's a whole oh, different I I story. But we don't have it up here. It's no. Uh, but the day we, we, we after we came back from the reception, not reception, the uh, the honeymoon. Honeymoon and everything. We were at her mom's house right next to opening up gifts and all of that. My parents came over. And in the middle of everything, my dad told both of us, he said, I need both of y'all to stand up. And we stood up. He said, now y'all come here right in the middle of the floor in front of everybody. The whole family's there. And he said, now I need both of y'all to turn outward, back to back. Step back. And he put a shoulder to shoulder. And he said, if y'all stay like this for the rest of y'all lives, y'all have a 360-degree view of the world. What you can't see, she can see. What she can't see, you can see. And as long as y'all stay back to back, y'all got it all covered. Wow, that's cool. That requires trust, though. For somebody to have your six, that requires trust. That's like catching. What is that game? You mm-hmm. catch the other person, the fallback game. I wouldn't play that with you. Yeah, well, I got a bad on <laughs> It's not that I don't trust her, but I know she plays too much. <laughs> well, I like a good laugh. Like a good laugh. a good laugh. <laughs> At somebody else's expense. But, you know, it's, it started that day, and, and that just... That just uh, cemented what we did the first day we went out. Yeah. You know, that that was a verbal commitment to tell the truth. And here, it is. this is the crazy part. I actually had a, a statue, a black mm-hmm. statue of a black couple, man and woman, standing back to back. Oh, wow. And never really paid any attention to it. And never paid any attention to it until my dad did what he did, until buddy did what he did. And then we went home. He's like, damn, look at the statue. And that's us. Been there ever since. And we've been having that statue ever since, man. We will not, even through Katrina, we took it with us. Yep like enshrined that but that's that's the that's, ultimate trust yeah that's the ultimate mm-hmm. trust when you can rely on somebody to cover your six good bad or uh, otherwise you know hey that's trust that's ultimate trust and when it comes down to better choices it's I got the same thing i mean we relationship i got that yeah for for us i don't think there's any uh differentiation between the two it's all the same it's all the same because you know we run better choices like we run you know like we operate our relationship military left right yeah left, you know right. it's some some would you say some things we don't really have to really think about because we know what, you know, the other person is going to do or feel about it or, you know, whether it's dealing with a client or chemistry is the word we're looking for. Yeah. We have a chemistry mm-hmm. because, because of the trust. It's almost like a team that we can all relate to the, 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 uh, 90, 93 bulls, 93, 90, oh, 95. Okay. 
Yeah. That Bulls yeah. team with Michael Jordan, uh, Scottie yeah. Pippen, Dennis yeah. Rodman, Horace Grant, they had a chemistry. Mm-hmm. They had Magic Johnson with the old school Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can look one way and throw the ball the other way and hit a man yeah. six foot ten, two hundred and eighty pounds, running fast as he can in the middle of his fingertips, that's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's that's what we that's what we have. We have a tremendous chemistry. Mm-hmm. By the way, Eric is a big Lakers fan. If he hadn't picked that up by now. <laughs> Huge. You. Even through the slump, man, I'm still I'm quiet. I'm. Then you 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 have a you call it big purple. You have a Lakers warm up jacket or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like a four X. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dress now. You know, well, like was, a fan. It's a smock. <laughs> it's a snuggle. It's, it's... <laughs> I got a Lakers snuggle now. <laughs> but you know, that uh, CNN, and I don't know if I told you this, Eddie, but CNN came to the house about two years ago to shoot a, a spot. With the whole family, uh, mostly me and Lika, but they they got the boys too. And when they came, I actually pulled it out. You know, after they were shooting and everything, we were just laughing and joking. They were breaking down the, the temporary setup downstairs. And man, it was so big that you know I put it on and Lika got inside with me. Yeah, and we oh, were wow. it up all the way to the top. Put our arms out through the through the thing. It was crazy. Yeah. And when I used to wear, man, it was snug on me. Matter of fact, I had another purple night. Mom, another purple night's mom, Kevin Stewart. He graduated with us. Mm-hmm. He was living in Dallas, picked his mom up, <laughs> evacuated <laughs> for Hurricane Isaac. And when she got in the eye, went to night wanted to pick her up, man, and get out the water. But I'm trying to get her to safety. And when she opened up the truck door, the first thing she says, ooh, but you're big. <laughs> <laughs> and that jacket I had on, man, the button <laughs> in the middle and everything. <laughs> but, you know, while we're sitting here talking, it'd be neat if we had the, uh, you know, uh, the picture to, to share. But that chain he has on now, that used to be a choker. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! He's no like, joke. He has a driver's license picture. I think where he had his uh, um, his uh, Saints pullover on in that same chain, and you couldn't see it. Well, that's cool. well I tell you what. You, I mean, you, it, it was as advertised. I knew it was gonna. I mean, I, I knew I knew this was gonna be a really cool interview, yeah. very entertaining, and it is inspiring because is. I, the back to back story I think really did it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm about to shed a tear, oh. man. Um, <laughs> We're gonna have to text you a picture of the uh, of the actual statue that we have in the bedroom because it's, uh, it's it's just it just says yeah. no. It really does. I guess we could say this without even saying it, but you know, if you haven't picked up on it, laughter is key. Uh, but y'all just a load of fun. Appreciate it, yeah. and I know everybody who downloads this is gonna love. They're gonna they're gonna love the chemistry that you two yeah. bring to the table. So we appreciate it, um, and it was it was very cool having y'all on the show. Because I am better. But the funniest thing is we couldn't stand each other at first. He cussed. Yeah. What happened? You got time? Go ahead. At <laughs> <laughs> place called Sears Credit Central, Rock out in Michu. Oh, serious! I used to work in serious credit. Hilarious. Go ahead. Well, I think everybody. Yeah, I think everybody. I think everybody in New Orleans worked at Sears. Everybody worked. It was like a club. Right. right. It was right, like whispers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the, the thing about it, we all worked there. I worked there. Her brother worked there. She worked there. Me and her brother were in the same department, Department One. We were newbies, rookies, down at the bottom <laughs> tier, right? Then you had the, the she was big time department four manager hunt you. Down, down the hallway right <laughs> so I get this car accident December sixteenth nineteen nobody asked you for no date so that man remembers the date he talked to you yeah. look at how you are playing right, <laughs> Christmas and I, I just got this car me and this this other person I was living with so anyway when I got an accident I was on the top of the high rise and I was on my way to work so I called my place of employment when I called that number back who picks up. 
So when she picks up, she goes to the hospital. Thank you for calling Sears Credit Central. Is Malika speaking? I'm like, hey, look, this is Eric, Department One. I need to talk to my supervisor, Tracenia Harris. Da 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 da. And she was like, well, if you are an associate of Sears Central, <laughs> should I follow the procedures to follow to notify that your supervisor that you are not going to be attending today? <laughs> And I'm like, you blanketed blank, 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 blank. Fast forward another couple of weeks. I'm back at work, back in the lines then, me and my dog sitting in the, in the dining area. And I'm telling him, you know, he's like, dog, where you been, man? Da, 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 da. You all right? You know, I'm giving him the 411. I said, man, you know what? I got this problem with this little filly down the hall, man. I called him here. You did? And she tried to take me to the left, telling me about some policies and procedures and protocol. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Man, I ain't got time for that. And he was like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. He said, what was her name? I said, Michaela, something like that. He said, Malika? I said, yeah, that's the so-and-so name. No, her. He said, yeah, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I mean, he didn't trip. He didn't trip. He laughed about it, you know. And uh, fast forward another couple of months, maybe a year or so, it was a Sunday evening, and my pager went out. Pager. That's, well, that's how long ago it was. Uh, you know, everybody had a cold. <laughs> it was my dog's cold, but I didn't recognize the phone number. So when I called back, she answers the phone. <laughs> and she said, well, this is his sister. So I said, well, everything all right with my dog, huh? She said, I asked him to page you for me. I wanted to ask you, would you be interested in going out? I said, yeah, you know what? Uh, we can do that. Uh, and, man, we've been... Been together ever since. Hooked up at the hip ever since. Yeah. Kalima didn't like me when she met. She thought I was the funky professional (laughs) when she met me. Well, no. I had been told that he was supposed to contact me about something, and the contact was never made. So then he introduced himself at an event, and I was like, oh, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened is that we were at this event, and I had been hearing about this Halima for like two months. And it was like, yeah, when Halima gets here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, well, whoever Halima is, fine. <laughs> now, they never told me I was supposed to call Halima or email Halima, uh-huh. all right? So so I saw Halima at this event, and I looked, I saw her across the room, and I was like, Lord, lips and hips. All right, cool. And I went to talk to her, and, I, and I'm like, and I'm like, I hope she doesn't work here. I don't, know who this, I don't know who this woman is, but I hope she doesn't work here. So I walked up to her and said, I said hey, you know, my name is Eddie Francis. I stuck my hand off, shook her hand, and, she, and that's when she looked at me. Oh, you're Eddie Francis. And I'm like, I just moved to Dallas. What did I do? There's a thousand different ways you could take that. Oh, you're Eddie Francis. That is so funny. So it was so it was on from that point or it took a little it took some time for you to uh, really win her over. Man, take no time. <laughs> now, Halima has a nickname that she's not going to tell anybody about, but I'm going to tell everybody. Her, <laughs> her nickname is Biscuit. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> because when she was at work, all these brothers were like, mm. so we started to get to know each other. I said, boy, these dudes are all you like a biscuit. <laughs> Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you done told her nickname. Yeah, uh, uh, hey, we got biscuit and what? Honey bear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Actually, her family has a whole honey thing going. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> her mother's honeybee. Yes. And what's your daddy? Honey, honey bun. Honey bun. <laughs> so honey bee, honey bun, honey biscuit, honey bear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Take that short road. Next on stage.
The honey honey bear. <laughs> honey bear, honey bun, honey biscuit. Honey bear, honey bun, honey biscuit. Pure honey. Gotta love the Beals, and that interview aged very, very well. Eric and Malika are still going strong with better choices. They are still going strong with clients. And I mentioned that I love their Instagram, and here's why. A couple of quotes, some of my favorites. Diets have ending dates. Your lifestyle does not. How about this one? When you use the word never, you set yourself up to believe things cannot and will not change. Truth is, everything changes. Here's another one. Excuses create the impossibility you perceive in your life. Wow. And probably my personal favorite, ask your doctor if getting off your ass is right for you. Very much enjoyed taking that walk down memory lane, listening to Eric and Malika from 2018. Gonna have to get them on the podcast these days, the four hour edification version of the podcast. And by the way, the podcast is available on your favorite platforms as a reminder Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Rate it, follow it, share it with friends. For Dr. Halim Malik Francis, I'm Eddie Francis, and you have been listening to For Our Edification. Until next time.